Well, hey, small group leaders, welcome to the group talk at thebridge.me, where life is better together, but leading is also better together. My name is Marshall Peterson, and you are listening to episode two of our small group leader podcast. If you missed last month's episode, let me know, and we'll be sure to send you that link. But today, I'm very excited because we are talking about how to do good as a small group. We are... Uh, airing this in November, which is usually the time that people start thinking about giving back, serving, and how can we do that as a small group? And what person better to talk to about this than our do-good director, Kurt Lawson? Now, you need to know something about uh, me and Kurt. We are great friends, but we definitely pick on each other. Kurt, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm pretty good, Marshall. Thanks for having me today. Well, uh, I'm excited to do uh, to talk about this podcast because I think serving is such a big deal when it comes to serving together. Now, before we get into it, though, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, tell us about your family, uh, ministry experience, kind of what you're doing at the bridge right now. Yeah, well, um, you know, my wife Ginger works at the church as well. She's the tiny town director, and so we've been married uh, November 20th will be 15 years. That's a lot of Kurt Lawson. That, that is way too much, Kurt Lawson. <laughs> and so... Uh, 15 years, we have two kids. We have Sophie, who's 11, and Carter, who is 8, and uh, they keep us pretty busy, and uh, we love it, uh, loving life, uh, loving family, Yeah, just experiencing that, so that's good. Now, what did you do before you came on staff at the bridge? So, uh, before I came on staff at the bridge, I was a high school coach and teacher for eight years. Um, I taught math, believe it or not. I would and, not do well. Yes. Um, and then I uh, coached football and soccer and track and uh, had a lot of fun doing that. And then I spent six years on staff with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Yeah. Um, that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. Um, and then in May of 2019, I came on staff here at the bridge. So been on staff a year and a half. Yeah. I'm enjoying it um, as, as the do-good director. I'm having a good time. Yeah. Trying for to sure. do, trying to do some good. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you finally decided to do that in your yeah. life. That's yeah. a great great choice. Um so we all know do good. I mean we've we've got the t-shirts, we've got all that. Um and you're kind of new in this role. Why don't you tell uh all our small group leaders like what's the why behind do good? What's kind of the mission, your vision for do good ministry at the bridge? Yeah, I'm I'm glad you asked this question cuz this is really um, what's important to me. I, I don't, I don't want to do good. I don't want to um, encourage others to do good simply just to do good, simply just to check off boxes, simply to, to feel better about ourselves, or, or even out yeah. of this fear like, oh, oh man, I'm a Christian. I have to do good or God's going to be mad at me. Um, so the why is really important to me, and you, you're going to hear me say this over and over and over. As a matter of fact, you come on November 8th to the service, and I'll be preaching about there this. You go. But, um, to, to me, it's really, it comes down to two things. There's really more, but the two things, uh, the two reasons uh, why I like to say we do good and, and is the first one is simply our response. It's, mm. it's a response uh, to, to what Jesus has done in our lives. And the more we realize how much God loves us, the more we realize uh, the sacrifice that he made by, by sending his son Jesus to die on a cross for us, um, our response to that is love. We're yeah. going to love him, and we're going to love other people. That's great. Uh, the, in First John, it says that we love because he first loved us. And so the first reason is simply a response. Once you understand the gospel, once you understand that you were lost, but now you're found, you were dead, and now you've been made alive, 
um, you, you live in such a way that's a response to that. Yeah. And so our, our good that we do, whatever it is, um, it, it's not a forced action. It should be something that, man, it's just a response to, to the way that God loves me. Yeah. Um, and then the second reason is it, it falls in line with the vision of the bridge, and that's simply just to lead others to fall more in love with Jesus. Um, as we're out doing good, people notice that. Yeah. I think about the scripture in, in, in Matthew where Jesus is talking to his followers, and he says, hey, you're the light of the world. You're the light of the world. And he says, uh, let, your, let, your, let the way you live shine before men, that yeah. they may see your good works. And they may praise your Father in heaven. And so we want to live our lives in such a way that other people see it. And they're like, man, there's something different about those people. Yeah. Uh, something different about the way they serve people. Something different about the way they love people. Uh, what is it? And then we get to share with them the hope that we have in Jesus. That's so good because that is probably the best conversation starter when it comes to sharing the gospel. Yeah, right? it I makes mean, it easy. <laughs> you don't want to just go up to somebody like, well, do you know the Lord Jesus? You're, you know, that's great. You might do that. But a lot of people will approach you when they see you doing something that's not normal. Right. And if your lifestyle is already preaching it, then it makes it that much easier for sure. just for to sure. talk about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit more about how uh, Do Good impacts like small group and group life uh, at the bridge. How can Do Good impact a specific small group at the bridge? Yeah, I think anytime you serve together, um, it's just going to bring you closer together. Yeah, um, you experience things, you you um, you, you you see um, the people in your group loving people and serving people, and it just naturally brings you together. And so that's that's the first thing that pops in my mind is is that it will bring your group together. Yeah. If you find opportunities to serve together, it's going to open up conversations that, that sitting in a living room yeah. is not going to open up. Yep. You're going to get to see an, another side of people. Um, and also, you, when, we sit, when we sit in a living room and we talk about our faith and, and we talk about what it means to follow Jesus, um, serving and going out and doing good in the community or at church, wherever it might be, is a chance to to uh, to live that faith out. Yeah. For that faith to take on action. Yeah. And so um, it's just a great opportunity for to, to put into action what we talk about. In for sure. Group. Well, I can testify to that with my group because whenever we've done things like gather supplies for Pink Elementary or stockings or anything, and we kind of do that as a group, not just individuals, but we're very intentional you're right. There is something about stepping outside of the context of you know a small group where you're going through a study and serving, and then actually seeing like tangible results. Like, man, we provided school supplies for a whole classroom, yeah. or you know, we provided this many stockings for this for these kids can have Christmases this year. Uh, and it's just something to celebrate. You know, you celebrate wins. A small group is always a, a great, great. Yeah, thing. it's. I mean. Life is just better with other people. Yeah, definitely. And so we should ma- we should create a logo that yeah, says something like that. Yeah, yeah, life is better together. Hey, I'm That's gonna good. I'm gonna tell Denise about that yes. one. Um, yes. Well, tell me this: How would you advise? Like, you know, we all know it's do, it's do good, but maybe a small group leader might be trying to figure out how what's the best way to get my group involved in do good. How would you advise that group leader to influence their small group to get involved with do good? Well, I think that's a good question, and and as a small group leader. Um, in the past, as a, uh, my wife and I led a couples group, and, and now I lead a men's group. And so when I think about this, like how, how would I get my group involved, I think the first step is for you as the small group leader to get involved. So whatever that looks like, whatever you're passionate about, whatever um, excites you or whatever you see and say, man, I want to I do that, um, you get involved. 
and then invite your small group to join with you. It's a lot easier to invite them um, when you're already involved. When you're already doing something, you can just say, hey guys, my wife and I or my spouse and I are already doing this. Would you guys like to yeah, come and join us? For sure. Uh, we, we used to be in a group with my brother and his wife, Kirby and Carrie, and, and they were passionate about this, this homeless ministry. And um, they, would, they would go one, once, one Wednesday mm-hmm. out of the month, they would go and serve there. And so they just started That's inviting awesome. the small group to go. And so I've seen this play out where the leaders just take the initiative. Yeah. They get involved and they just invite the rest of the group to come with them. For sure. Um, so, you know, I would just encourage you to lead the way as the group. Yeah. That's the group leader. Right. So. Yeah. And, and I would do kind of what you were talking about too, because um, there are certain people that are in my group that are very passionate about, man, getting involved and, and, and making sure that things are taken care of. And so we actually appointed a lady in our small group to take everything that you send out as a do-good director and kind of coordinate all of our stuff. So if you're a small group leader and you're thinking, I don't have time to minister to my kids, uh, you know, <laughs> find somebody in in your small group who it has a real passion for serving and for volunteering and let them shoulder that. Give them that ownership because the lady in our small group has taken off with it and she tells, I hear about it before Kurt even tells me about it, and I share an office with Kurt. But uh, it's just That's a great fun, way. That's by the way. Yeah, sure it is. Uh, but it, it is just a great way to get your group more involved where you're not, as a small group leader, doing every single thing um, as a leader, but getting your whole group involved. Yeah, I think that's great. If it's not you, somebody in the group, just yeah. start doing it and then invite people to join you. Yeah. I think that's the best strategy. Well, we're kind of in a season now um, in 2020 where we're starting to open back up. And, and when you hear missions or do good, sometimes your mind immediately just goes to like some foreign country, which we're going to talk about that. But what are some local opportunities? Because right now I think things are, are limited. What are some ways that uh, our small group leaders can encourage their groups to get involved locally. Yeah, um, you know, we continued during this pandemic time that we're in, we've continued to uh, partner with Attack Poverty. And, mm-hmm. you know, but we've had people volunteering with them pretty much every week yeah. of this uh, since the quarantine stuff started. Um, and so we can always, you can always find places to plug in with Attack Poverty or Second Mile or some other local organizations um, coming up at Pink, we're going to, you know, starting second semester, we're going to uh, do the teacher sponsors again. That's great. Um, we kind of got it rolling a little late for this semester, but uh, I'll be reaching out to you you as small group leaders and um, asking if your group would like to participate in this. And so that's an easy way just to love on a teacher at Pink and mm-hmm. um, share the love of Christ with, the, with them in an easy way. We're also going to do stockings again this year. Yeah, um, We're going to do them a little bit differently. We're gonna ha- I'm going to ask people to bring the stuff. Um, instead of stuffing the stockings, bring the stuff that we can stuff the stockings with. And then on December 13th, we're going to have a stocking stuffing party here awesome. at the bridge. Uh, so that'll be fun. That'll be an easy way that you and your small group can can uh, come and, and help out. Um, but one exciting thing that we're going to roll out uh, starting in the next couple weeks is going to be this uh, text, this number we're going to have. Yeah. You, you ever get the, hey, text to serve or whatever? Yes. You ever, you ever, yeah, yeah, are you yeah, familiar yeah. with those, Marshall? Sure. Yeah. Why don't you tell me about it just in case. Okay. Explain it to me like I'm five. So, so we're going to have the, a number that you can text and, and, and you will be subscribed to the text messages that we'll send out whenever there's a do-good opportunity mm-hmm. that comes up. So, for instance, the hurricane, uh, the hurricanes that, that affected Lake Charles, um, we had some opportunities for people to go and help, 
and uh, there's not a great way to let everybody know about that. Yeah. So an easy way would be this number that we have that if you've texted this number and subscribed to it, then you'll get a message that says, hey, we need some some volunteers it's to kind help of immediate out. notification. Immediate notification. Yeah. Let us know if you want to help, that kind of thing. So awesome. I'm excited about that. It'll yeah. be an easy way to communicate opportunities. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Now, I know you probably don't have a lot of info, but as the world kind of opens back up and, and countries are letting other countries come in, what are some global, because uh, I know you've been talking to a few different organizations, what are some global opportunities that might come down the pipeline in 2021? Yeah, so we're we're putting some trips on the calendar for 2021. Awesome. Now, whether or not they'll actually happen yeah. is, we're, is yet to see, but um, we're going to go back to India in October. Yeah. Uh, we're going to we're planning trips to uh, Haiti this year, um, at least one in October. Uh, we're going to do a, a, another trip with Living Water maybe as early as July. Wow. Um, looking awesome. at looking at a new location, maybe the Dominican Republic this year, and so. Yeah. Um, we're definitely putting some trips on the calendar, and, and as those dates uh, start to be confirmed, uh, we'll get that information out to everybody. But global trips will hopefully happen in 2021, and we can continue to, to make a difference all across the world. And I would say this, too. I've been on many mission trips all over the, the globe, and I'll just say this, too. I know that there are some groups who— um, take trips together. Now, obviously not everybody in the group can, can go, but everybody in the group can contribute. So there, there's a group that they've sent like five of them to a living water trip. And then the people who weren't able to go were able to, you know, give to help that trip make possible. And before you just write off traveling the world, doing mission trips, I would strongly consider praying about it and, and advise your people in your group to do the same thing. Because, I know in our trip to India last year, that was just life changing. Yeah, it and really was. you see people, you see how big God is, you see the desperation for God, and not only are you going to do good and help people where they live, but God really impacts your life and in, in your walk and your journey with Him, and really reveals a lot more about Himself uh, when you're able to take those trips uh, abroad. For sure, they're great. Yeah, I remember my uh, first mission trip. I was on staff with Fellowship Christian Athletes and. We went to the Dominican Republic and just being there in, in, a, in a whole nother world, it just really opened my eyes to, to what life no is like outside yep. of America. And, and it was awesome. We got to go around and play baseball with these kids. Yeah. I don't even think these kids went to school, Marshall. Yeah, wow. it, it was pretty wow. cool. I would like that. Yeah, but they would they would them. literally just wake up and head to the baseball fields, yeah. and and there were staff, FCA staff that were in these communities that were going and just sharing the gospel with these kids, wow. and we got to do that and play baseball with them, and That's great. Um, it was a really cool experience. And so, if you've never been on a trip, um, I know this is a crazy time with COVID and everything going on, but I would just ask you to pray about going. Yeah, just pray about it. Talk to your spouse about it. Um, if you're single. You don't even have to talk to your spouse yeah. about it. <laughs> Check that off the Pray list. About yeah. Pray about it. Pray about it because you never know uh, what God might want to use you to do yeah. in other places. Absolutely. Well, Kurt, uh, before we go, I want to just ask you, man, what's what do you want our small group leaders to take away from today just talking about do good? I really think that, you know, if you're going to hear me say it over and over again. Doing good is not something we do it's 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 a part of who we are yeah. as christ followers um the you know in the bible it talks about when you come to know christ as your savior the old is gone and the new has come you are a new creation in christ yeah. jesus that he's created you to do these good works 
And so it's just part of who we are as Christ followers. And so I just want to encourage you to, to, to dive into that. It's not out of guilt. It's not nobody's going to make you feel bad for not doing stuff. Yeah. But the more you just plug into Jesus and how much he loves you and what he's done for you, the more you're, it's going to overflow out of your life into the good works that you do. So I just want to encourage you, if, if you don't hear anything else, um, I want to encourage you to, to, to plug into Jesus. Yeah. Uh, to, to understand the depths in which he loves you and let that fuel some good works in your life. That is so good. So good. So good. Um, well, Kurt, thank you so much for, for talking to our leaders and just giving us a little more insight about our do good ministry at the church. And I know 2021 is, is going to be exciting and we expect to see uh, God do a lot of big things. And leaders, thank you so much for everything that you do. I brag on you guys all the time. And I know that God has a lot in store for the Group Life Ministry at the Bridge partnered with Do Good. So thank you all so much for uh, being here. We're praying for you. We are with you. And we will see you soon. <laughs>